Welcome back to Take Us McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. Today for our final episode, we are re-airing some of our favorite segments from the past three years. I'm Barbara McGinnis. This next segment is from Caregiving, a Threat to the Workplace episode. Uh, welcome back. Jaina Lyle Parham, Senior Vice President and Wealth Advisor at Lyle Parham Wealth Management. Glad to see you here. When someone has to retire early and work uh, and, and give up work, that's what we're going to be talking about. So when work is disrupted due to those caregiver responsibilities, how can that affect retirement? What does that do for people, for their Social Security, their private pension plans, you know, whatever, whatever, financially? Well, you, you mentioned when someone has to retire early to become a caregiver, and mm -hmm. I, I just listening to Peter in the last segment, I thought that is anything but retirement, at least the way most of us think about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it certainly can affect things. I mean, you, um, if, if the person you're caregiving for is not yet retired, mm -hmm. you possibly have two people out of the workplace now. Not, as he mentioned earlier, not every person who needs care is a retired person. Right. So you, you may have two people stepping out, and, and particularly if you're a caregiver, um, many are women who have stepped out earlier in their careers to have children, begin a family, and then they find themselves out of the workforce again. Things like Social Security, pensions, are based so much on the number of quarters that you have worked and your highest earnings. Social Security is based on your highest 35 years of earnings. And typically, for most people, that happens towards the end of their career. So mm -hmm. I think that's particularly acute for people who um, are earning above the Social Security um, maximum for FICA withholding. Because mm -hmm. each year that they're working, they're probably able to boost their Social Security. Pensions work similarly. So it really yeah. can be a setback for folks. So people that uh, do have to leave their current job, are there any um, are, are there any wise alternatives like a, an employee-sponsored or a self-sponsored retirement plan or spousal IRA contributions, something that they could do to make it easier? Absolutely. I, I would say that I think, you know, you'll hear me say again and again, prior planning is the way to, mm -hmm. to hopefully anticipate unanticipated consequences. We don't really know what those unanticipated things are, but if we try to build those into the plan, hopefully yeah. we can accommodate some, some things going awry. Uh, many people can contribute to a retirement plan based on their spouse's earnings. Of course, if your spouse is the one you're caregiving for, that's not going to be appropriate. Mm -hmm. right. One thing I always remind people is in addition to being able to contribute to a true retirement plan, be it an IRA or a simple plan or, or some other type of plan, to always keep in mind that savings and investing in general outside of retirement plans mm -hmm. is still saving for retirement. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be in a vehicle that locks money up until a certain date. And, yeah. and while for tax reasons that may be preferable, when you're in a situation where you're not as certain about whether you're going to need funds in the short term, right. it may be good to consider that kind of savings as well. Mm -hmm. You know, you would think maybe that at some point people would start, like maybe if you have a parent that would pay a family caregiver, could that person then, I mean obviously that's taxable income, that could be a IRA contribution perhaps? Or? Sure, as, you know, as long as there is um, bona fide care and you're handling it like an employer-employee mm -hmm. situation or 1099 situation, you're dealing with your taxes appropriately and your FICA, 
Absolutely, and the fact is there's a tremendous amount of care that um, is paid for out there. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the things that I think when you're thinking about planning is to have the conversations about what, if I have three siblings, what would care for mom look like mm -hmm. if it did in fact happen? And I, I have a number of clients who one of, the, one of the children is taking care of the parent and the other children are helping support her in a mm -hmm. way because they're all benefiting from her care. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so the scenario you mentioned a minute ago where you have the um, maybe a, a spouse that's working, becomes ill, loses their earnings because they have to quit work, but then the caregiver spouse is like, how do you troubleshoot that? What do you do? Well, that, that's a tremendous difficulty. I, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say, but I think one of the very first things that a person can do in that situation is just know that there are organizations to reach out to. Um, Peter here talking about the podcast, I was thinking how amazing that would be as a resource for someone. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, Middle Tennessee Council on Aging, right. 50 Forward Organization, AARP, who, who you'll be mm -hmm. hearing from. Yeah. Those are organizations that have a wealth of resources and just information that can help someone because probably it's always the case that a caregiver is doing this for the very first time. So yeah. I think that's critical. In, in terms of troubleshooting, again, I think that the biggest thing you can do is have a plan in place that anticipates the fact that, wow, as I look around me, I know a number of people whose mom is 96, mm -hmm. who is assisted living or in a nursing home, the chances right. are that something like that is gonna happen, and I need to plan for that. And mm -hmm. I will always say, people need to always have a, a robust emergency fund. Mm -hmm. It's supposed mm -hmm. to sit there and do nothing until you need it. And mm -hmm. if, if you have elderly parents and you're seeing the possibility of having a care need, then you probably need to have more than the three to six yeah. months of living yeah, expenses. Yeah, you could you could maybe anticipate that. And see, I think about you know we have, I mean we have clients they're they're doing great, maybe mid fifties. One of mm -hmm. them suddenly has an accident, you know, and now that person can't work, you know, and then the spouse has to leave work and take care of them. Exactly. I mean, a long-term care situation, whether it's because of an accident or a disability or a mental mm -hmm. cognition, those are the things that can wreck and otherwise perfect financial plan. plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about if you're having the the handling the financial affairs of the person that you're caring for? How how do you invest? How do you plan for that? So the, if you're handling the financial affairs, you may or may not be, first of all, the actual caregiver. Mm -hmm. um, much as if you would name a guardian for your child in your will, you may have a separate person to deal with the, the investments for their well-being. Uh, I think, first of all, it demands a plan be put in place. It may not be a long-term plan. You know, if my mother is 90 and I have a caregiving situation, I may have a, a plan that is going to encompass up to 10 years, but I do need that plan in place so I can make sure that I'm accessing the resources that are there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not an expert on VA benefits, but I've just heard so many times about how a, a widow will be able to access VA benefits because an expert has helped her resource those. That's, yeah. that's a great example mm -hmm. of you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And, and just making sure that there's a plan in place for that from both the financial end and also just the, the monetary end. I thought his point earlier was great about just the the uh, grind that caregiving is and yeah. the importance of staying healthy and having people to help you out. I think what I see a lot of families that come in, in that situation, you know, we spend our young adult lives accumulating and wanting our money to work for us. 
and it's hard to switch that mental gear to now's the rainy day you've been saving for. Mm -hmm. we, we're not in a maybe not an accumulation phase, we're, we're, we're in a using phase, and it may not be wise to just continue to try to save that IRA for it, your kids to inherit. It may be time to use it, right? And absolutely, and because that is a shift where you may actually be depleting an account over time, you probably do want to change the investment structure, so when we have a market downturn, that kind of thing, you can continue pulling out those necessary funds. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're investing for safety of principle as opposed to maybe a growth strategy or maybe have a more balanced strategy. Exactly. Maybe you want to access the IRA because potentially that income could be offset by a medical expense deduction, all of those sorts of right. things. Very, there. very specific. And, right. and the tax return is almost always involved in the financial right. account. And I think probably I would say just to toot your horn, horn a little bit is, is that when you get into that situation, you're a caregiver or the care receiver perhaps, it's time to seek financial advice. Hopefully you've done that change. long before. That's right. I mean, right. just just like the best planning probably you all can do with as little heavy lifting is the prior planning right. rather than having to step in and, and right. kind of triage the situation. Right. Exactly. So, right. so you're not doing emergency planning at that point, but then maybe you're now saying is, okay, now we have to do something different. We, our plan is working. Now let's see what do we need to do now. And, you know, asking the question about what, what could what could step in and punch this balloon that we're, yeah. we're going off mm -hmm. in. All right, we asked Peter to uh, end our segment with a, a tip. You got a tip or a key principle you want to leave behind? Well, a as always, it's it's incredibly practical, but also important, and that is simply to, right. to have a little bit of planning. Right, going yeah. so Jane, we've yeah. got your contact okay. information Thank up. Thank you. We appreciate you being here again today. Okay. We frequently get questions about caregiving on our website, we have numerous resources under our free resources tab. Check it out. Now we've got time for one more break.